you know, I'm not going to lie. There, there will be seasons where you just don't feel connected. Right. You know, and that, but that's like in any relationship, right? Yeah. It's at, with you any relationship. Work yeah. You'll have, you'll have your hills and valleys. And, and I think it is, a, it is a constant work in progress. Parenting isn't easy. It's challenging and frustrating, but it's also rewarding and inspiring. We just we just need a few reminders. Parents, dads, mamas, you're not alone. Let's do this parenting thing together. I'm Bernie Roskitas. And I'm Jewel Buenavista. We are the Tired But Inspired Moms. And you're listening to the Faith and Family Podcast, a Christian family community that aims to promote Christian values for every phase of your family life. Have you ever had those days where you just feel like you're not doing a good job as a mom? I'm going to raise my hand on that one. And <laughs> that was uh, yesterday. Um, I really felt like I just really was not doing my best as a mom. Uh, yesterday, I was, it was just as during my son's distance learning. And I was, I was losing my patience with Jojo. Cause I was trying to help him with his math, mm-hmm. but I was getting so frustrated to the point where <laughs> he just checked out and I think he cried a little bit. So, Aww. and I felt bad because I'm like, you know, and here I am, I'm supposed to be guiding him and trying to be patient and trying to like, you know, be there for him as he's trying to learn. And here's me, what are you doing? You have to borrow and then carry over, borrow, <laughs> borrow the one, carry the one. I was doing all that. And it just got to the point where he looked at me and just from not just his eyes, but just his whole demeanor of his body, you oh. could just tell he checked out, like his body just kind of sunk. And then he tried to do so. He wasn't even holding the pencil right. He was barely holding it with two fingers. And I felt horrible. It's I over now. Feel you know. you. I, I feel you. Know. Well, I have a million. I feel like I'm constantly having mom fails. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's one that I can. There's well, for me, I think I purposely try to forget my mom fails so I don't feel guilty every day. Right. Um, right. So, but there, there was one that I do remember. I mean, this was when the kids were still back in school. Um, there are many times because I'm busy there, that I get really busy, especially in the morning that I don't get to make my kids lunches for school. So mm. I tell him, you know, pack your own lunches, you know, um, there's stuff there, right? They know how to like, like make skills. stuff. <laughs> so then there was a day, you know, so there was a day that I couldn't pack his lunch and then Hayden's teacher randomly oh. checked oh, to see what no. he had for lunch. So of course, what does he pack? <laughs> All chips. All chips available in our pantry. He, that's what he packs. So I definitely oh. win mom year of the ward for that one. Oh. <laughs> so w- when things aren't going the right way, um, I always look to other moms in my village and I find myself doing that often to look for some help and comfort. And so I wanted to bring on one of the moms I look up to in life. Right. Aliu Garcia Pablo. I know she's in your circle too, Bernie, yes. since we grew up in a very close-knit church community. Mm-hmm. I, I have known her for, I don't know, at least 15 years. Um, she was actually a sponsor at my wedding, and our families always get together all the time. She's a dedicated working mom. She's a supervising producer at INC Media, and she just recently survived the teenage years 
but she's not out of the woods yet. She still has one teenager left. I I can definitely see why Aliu is one of her pick, one of your picks. You know, reason being, her and her family have gone through many many challenges, mm -hmm. and yet she's managed to stay focused. And and how she's done that, I I don't know. You know, but you know. It, because, and the reason why I say this is because her husband, Jason, was diagnosed with cardiomyopathy in 2000, then had a transplant in 2008, and then in 2016, Jason needed new kidneys. And guess who was the donor? Guess, y'all. Everybody guess. All my listeners out there guess. Aliu. All right. Amazing. That, that's amazing. I mean, I'm, I'm sure Jason needs a lot of things, but he was like that kidney girl. I need that kidney, but you know, seriously, I, th that, that's a lot of challenges, mm -hmm. but through all that, she manages to stay afloat. How does she do it? How? Well, and this is the reason why, um, she's definitely one of my favorite moms to look up to. And guess what? Let's ask her right now. She's on with us. Aliu. Hey mom. Hey, hi, Bernie. Hi, hi. Oh my gosh. I, I feel like we're just, uh, we're going, I, I go way back with the both of you. And yes. This is just really fun. Yes. Yes. No, as, as Bernie was saying all of that, I can, I can remember every single part of, of, of that journey and to be able to witness it and just how you, you've carried yourself. I mean, I admire, I admire you so much. So thanks for joining mm -hmm. us. And one of those things that I learned from you was to ask my children, what are you thankful for? I mean, I remember when your son, Zay Zay, uh, I think he was like four or five years old. And when we would visit you, he'd be like, um, I don't, I forgot what he called uh, my husband, Harmony. Uncle Harvey. Uh, he couldn't Uncle say. Har He's like, Uncle Harvey, what are you thankful for? <laughs> and I just thought, I didn't have kids at the time. And I just thought that was so awesome that he, mm -hmm. at a young age, was constantly thinking about, you know, what are you thankful for? And that's something that you've really instilled in your kids. Um, it's every day and it's so simple, but it's made a tremendous impact on yes. my children because I do the same with my kids now on a daily basis. So the whole um, three things you're thankful for, um, you know, that thing started, uh, that thing started because when Jason was in and out of the hospital and was just going through so many of his um, health issues, you know, we were praying a lot. We were praying for God's mercy. We we're praying for miracles. We were just begging, you know, begging God to help us. And the kids were really young and their lives were pretty much, you know, centered around illness. And it was really tough to be that young and to already be faced with, you know, such uncertainties in life. And so we made the decision that every day we wanted them to think of something that they were thankful for. Yeah. You're definitely one of the moms I look up to. You're one of my favorites. Um, but I know things aren't perfect. You must have some parenting fails too, right? Please share some oh, of them with us. Yes. Oh my goodness. How long is this podcast? Um, <laughs> I think Allison must have been, gosh, she was a pre-teen, pre so maybe 11, 12. Mm -hmm. We were at Old Navy. And, um, you know, she was always, uh, she was always a, a, uh, um, a healthy, 
a girl. So I remember we were trying to look for jeans because it was before uh, it was it was the start of the year for school, and we couldn't find a pair that fit. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Just going one size up wasn't cutting it anymore, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. And she just I kept saying, okay, well, what about this? No, these are the, these are stretchy jeans. These are you know I just kept forcing, forcing, and she just says. I don't, I don't want to try on any more clothes, mom. Can we just go home? Mm. Oh, my gosh. Can we just go home? And I said, are you sure? But, you know, I was still trying. And she was crying. She was just in tears. And then we left the store and we went home and we never talked about it. Mm. We never talked. I didn't know what to say. Right. I want to cry just thinking of her. <laughs> I told you this is an epic fail. This was the, she was now 16, 17, you know, and that this was years later. And I remember her telling me about it and she's crying and I, we're standing in, in the family room and I start crying and I said, I'm so sorry. I never talked to you about that. I'm right. sorry. That's how I reacted. I'm sorry. I didn't comfort you. I'm sorry. I, I didn't do the right thing. Mm. And I didn't know how. Right. And, you know, and these are the types of things, you know, I think as a mother, you don't have manuals for, you know, you can learn how to change a diaper. You can learn what to do when they're sick and all of that. But this kind of stuff, man, you, you, you are unprepared. And she actually wrote a blog about it, you know, for, for incmedia.org. And, uh, but we've talked about it since. Yes, so she, the she I the the blog is titled um, "The Load I Carry," I think. But you know that is one of those. I have many, but that is one of those moments that where I am not. That is not a a proud mommy moment for me. So now, now she's twenty. Okay, mm-hmm. now she's twenty, and I I I really believe in um you can still make up for mistakes and i tell my kids all this mike i tell my kids this all the time your mistakes don't define you absolutely but you know that that's amazing and and as a you know you're a minister's daughter as a minister's daughter Mm -hmm. what advice has your dad brother ruben garcia who Mm -hmm. i will have to say i will say this about your dad he i I, side your dad um my parents called on your Mm -hmm. dad when mm-hmm. um i was dating somebody and we were together no way. wait yeah i was we were he came to the house girl he my parents called on him because this person i was dating i was dating him mm. for i think almost two years and you know we were you know we were all you know like marriage was like i could see it right there right, mm. right there and it did not happen and it it ended mm. not very well and my parents mm didn't know how to ha- so one night i didn't even know he was coming and your father just mm-hmm. he i i just remember the the love and care and sincerity in mm-hmm. his words you know mm-hmm. as he helped comfort me because my parents were like i don't know what to <laughs> she she's not eating <laughs> you know so yeah and then he sits down next to me my parents kind of like kind of disappeared into the kitchen you know because <laughs> you know they just, and then he was, and then he opened up the Bible and he just said these words. And I'm after that, I'm like, I'm cool. I'm good. I'm ready to move on. And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll never forget that day. 
Well, I never knew that. I yeah, that no, I, uh, yeah, he was, he, that meant a, a, a lot to me, you know, because mm -hmm. at that time, my parents didn't know what to say or what to do, you know, and, but, uh, you know, your dad has given you, has, what advice has your dad given you to become mm -hmm. a good Christian mom? Mm -hmm. So one of the things is always said to, to me, um, you know, uh, I started working for the church, um, before I had kids and I, you know, at that time we were, you know, INC media, there was only like a handful of us. So I felt like we were starting, we, I, I always say, I felt like I was raising two sets of kids, you know, mm -hmm. my kids and then the office. And, <laughs> you know, we were very, we we're very, uh, we were starting. And so, you know, there were really some challenging times, but there was one thing he said to me that stuck with me. He said, you uh you know as a producer you know wh whatever you do um anyone can do that anyone can do your job mm -hmm. but your children they only have one mother mm. Ooh. so that stuck with me and that um no matter how busy i was no matter if i was traveling somewhere i always had to figure out it was up to me had to figure out a way to still spend quality time or, 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 or let my kids know that they mattered. Um, and one of the things that, you know, he always told me too was don't make God your babysitter. I think wow. what he meant by this is we can pray that God takes care of our children. We can pray that he help us raise them to do the right thing. But we as parents, we, we got to put in the right. work. You know, we, we got to couple our prayer with action, with faith, with works. And we can't mm -hmm. just, you know, think that, well, I'm doing all, you know, I'm doing X, Y, and Z for God. Therefore, he should understand that I don't have time for my kids. We never want to think that our kids are fine. You know, they're going to be fine. They go to worship service. You know, they're born and raised in the church. They'll be fine. We're always thinking of ways how to make sure that we're proactive in doing, you know, spiritual health checkups with them. You know, I want to go back to um, what you said earlier, Liu, uh, that no, someone else can do your job, but no one else can be a mom. You know, one thing that I really admire about you, because it doesn't mean that you stop working, right? Because we, mm -hmm. there's a lot of moms that need to work to help mm -hmm you know, their spouse in the family affairs. But so, mm -hmm. but why I admire you is what I recognize. And I think what I learned from you is the importance of conscious parenting, you know, mm -hmm. so in the times that what I'm hearing is even though they're, you're, you're, you get home maybe late at times, as tired as you are, you'll, you'll, you'll take the time to do something very intentional and it mm -hmm. counts. You know, so how do you practice conscious parenting? I know some parents think that, okay, it's family hour, let's watch some TV and then ask a few questions. And then sometimes they mm. think that that's it. I put my time in, yes, you know, girl. but I know you're constantly asking your kids questions, sometimes even hard questions. <laughs> yeah, which they're like, mom, come on. I just, can we just get Taco Bell? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it's true. That's like, why you keep asking such deep questions? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I want to get in their heads. Yes. Yes. And I, I always tell them, I said, my biggest fear, one, one of my biggest fears is that um, realizing that I never knew who you guys were to begin with. 
Mm. Mm. Because they're one way at home. And another, oh God, I'm scared. And another, that happens, you know, did yes. you see that? I just, I, I can, yeah, I just, I know of people that, it, that it's a scary thought. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's, that is my biggest fear. And so I, I want to know what's in their heads and mm -hmm. I, whether it's good thoughts, bad thoughts, I want to know. We have fears of, of them weakening in their faith or losing, losing faith. So these fears, it's really what motivates us. It's, it's what motivates us to always do our best to know what's going on in their minds to do our best to have conversations and ask questions um and just talk about what's really happening with them but it, it's these fears that make us pray harder it's these fears that make us be more proactive and always checking in on them you know always trying to do a spiritual health checkup to see how they're doing and not just mental health um these fears is what makes us on our, you know, keeps us on our toes. It is a, it is a constant work in progress. Um, mm -hmm. but, but I think, you know, car rides are, um, are, are one of the, 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 well, now we don't really go, go out much anymore, but, you know, I, I think all finding those pockets of, of, of being together uninterrupted, not watching TV or whatever, mm -hmm. but finding ways to connect. Yeah. I think and communicate. Is, is, and communicate and just, um, you know, like right now, me and Allison, we're really into K dramas. <laughs> so <laughs> that's our Korean dramas are, uh, you know, that's our jam right now. That's how we're connecting. And I, and I think as our kids get older, we just have to keep finding the different ways and that, you know, I'm not going to lie there, there will be seasons where you just don't feel connected. Right. You know, and that, but that's like in any relationship, right? Yeah. It's, uh, with any relationship. Work yeah, you'll have, you'll have your hills and valleys. And, and I think, you know, when they're children, when they're kids, it's, it's easier because they're, mm -hmm. they will tell you like they, they have no sensor in their heads, right? They will tell you everything they're thinking and feeling. And you're like, Oh my God, can you just please be quiet for two minutes? Right. Because mm -hmm. they're just constantly telling you their yeah. thoughts. Yes. And then you get, get, get to a phase where they're like not saying anything. Oh, I think about yeah. that all the time, you know, cause you know, when my son, my son, he talks a lot, he tells stories, mm -hmm. he tell, you know, and all that. And, there are times I'm just like, oh my God, just for two seconds. But then I remind yeah. myself that there's going to be one day where, oh, yeah. you know, I don't really feel like talking to moms. You mm -hmm. know, I don't feel like telling her my feelings because for my, my son and I, like where we find our moments is, you know, we, we walk my neighborhood, we walk mm -hmm. and, and it's uninterrupted. Like you said, either car, like those little things and we walk mm -hmm. and while we're walking, you know, that's where, you know, just, we feel comfortable and mm -hmm. he just, tells me and he lets me know and he lets me know all his feelings and he always starts off with mom you know I know I'm not supposed to say this or I'm not supposed mm. to think this and I always tell him I said you know just say whatever you feel what I would rather have you just say it and just be real with me because you know I've always mm -hmm. been real with you mm -hmm. and um whether it makes me feel uncomfortable or not you know that that's what's screaming into my pillow later on when you know, <laughs> you know but you know that you, yeah. you're you're absolutely right on that is finding those pockets those little uninterrupted moments 
Well, Ali, what are your prayers like when it comes to motherhood and being a wife? My prayer for them is that they never take any blessing for granted mm-hmm. and that they always give credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and as a wife, you know, it's, it's knowing that, you know, I, I have with how busy my life is or with all of the, you know, as especially with this quarantine, right. There's so many studies that show that women like, uh, the demands on motherhood and, and, and on mothers and wives and, and working women have just skyrocketed, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just being able to be being able to do everything that's expected of you by God and by your husband and by your kids mm-hmm. um, and just being able to to live up to those expectations and to the best that you you can and, and never taking, you know, any single day, any single moment for granted because tomorrow is never promised. Mm-hmm. Well, such great reminders, Aliu. Thank you for being with, thank you for being on with us today, Aliu. But I just wanted to really take this time. I admire you. I appreciate you. You've taught me so much. Um, I'm a mother today. And a lot of the things that you've imp- implemented on your kids, I definitely have implemented with mine. And I feel so blessed. Um, to be around you. So hopefully some of our listeners can learn a few things from this discussion. You know, you guys, I've really had a, I I had a great time. Thank you so much for inviting me. And I just want to say you both are doing such a great job as moms and I admire you both. And I'm so thankful that you have this platform that you can share it with other moms um, all over the world. So thanks guys. Absolutely. And I absolutely appreciate you being with us today too, Alu. I've learned a lot. It was a lot of reminders too as well. It's I, this that I've learned so much today. Thank you for listening to this episode of Faith and Family. If you enjoy listening to us talk, laugh, cry, build each other up, you can download more on Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts under Faith and Family. Please leave us a review or just say hello. Take care, everyone, and let's continue to say, stay safe.